Hi there, this is the Mental Remix Podcast, your go-to conversation on all things mental health, personal development, mindfulness, and arts therapy. Music will be the healer and the filler during these conversations. This podcast seeks to target all the unique situations that we face as people of color every day. While we hope you'll enjoy listening to this podcast, it is not intended to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health practitioner. My name is Vicky, spelled V-E-E-Q-I. And I am Jackie Nkosi. Thank you for listening. And this is the ninth episode of the Mental Remix podcast. And this afternoon, we have with us actually at his place because we're doing social distancing <laughs> lockdown vibes <laughs> yes <laughs> the zulu skywalker himself muzi how you doing oh yeah welcome sir thank you thank you guys so much for having me it's a pleasure it's an absolute pleasure man we've been seeing yeah. you on the socials that you're still working as hard as ever on your music hey um has uh, the lockdown um, affected you um, no, not really. Like, <laughs> that doesn't I like... sound convincing. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, it, it hasn't because, like, I, I I like staying at home. So, yeah. yeah, like, the only thing that sucks is I can't see my daughter. But, like, other than that, like, it's it's pretty cool. It's fine. Yeah. We're saving the world. So you wouldn't say that this has um, affected you mentally in, in, in some way or another? Mentally? Um... No, nah, actually, like it is, it is, it has helped with like slowing things down. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is which has really been cool because, um, like it, it doesn't feel like I'm on some like rat race, <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, it's just like slowing things down. I guess finding out what's important with regards to, um, my life and people in my life. So yeah. It's been pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. Okay. So it's been more of a self-reflection type period for you. Yeah. 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 Like I'm not. I'm not trying to like accomplish stuff. I'm not trying to be like, oh yeah, let me read like ten books and let me come out a a new human being. I'm not reinvented. Yeah. I, I no. Yeah. So it's yeah. It's just more so. Just like let me. Um, let me just do what makes me feel good. Um, sure. and yeah, just relax. Oh, we, we totally vibing with that. We totally yeah. vibing with it. I think while we're on that note, Muzi, um, just, just yeah. for the sake of our listeners, um, if you could just kindly give us um, your background, um, how Muzi started in the industry, um, what yeah. your call is, and what you feel like your purpose and your calling is, and, and so forth. Yeah. Um. Well. Um. My name is Muzi. Um. I'm from a place called Impangeni in uh, northern KwaZulu Natal, and um, come from a very like musical family. Um, like my dad was uh, like a huge vinyl co- collector, and my mom was a singer. You know. Uh. And then, yeah. So I just grew, I grew up in a family of like pretty much people that loved music. Um, but everyone loved uh, like different genres, so that's where I sort of got my influx of 
like a lot of different musical styles um, as a kid. And then grew up, um, went to med school for like three years or whatever. And then I dropped out. And by that time, I was already like starting to, by like 18, I was starting to um, like make music and make beats for like other artists in, in South Africa. So I started off as a music producer. Um, and I like, I didn't, my heart got broken a lot. <laughs> I didn't like, <laughs> I didn't, so I didn't like the dynamics of, um, I guess, artists like taking like ideas and beats and like you not getting any credits or you not getting paid or, you know, like that power dynamic just didn't sit well with me. So I started like, because I was already pretty much recording my own ideas for the artists, I just started recording those ideas for myself Ah. and yeah and then when i was like 22 i think i got like brave enough to um start my own thing um so that's what 2013 and then yeah so from then onwards i more or less like felt especially for south africa i felt like there had been a gap with regards to music that felt like home you know, um, mm. so that that started being like my, I really went like manic with regards to finding out as much as I possibly could about our music, you know, so, so digging and there's not much of like, there's not any archives, you know, like, like, like American musicians and European musicians will have archives and yes. things recorded and all that stuff, you know, but yeah. like for, for a lot of African music, there aren't any archives. It's just like, like a few documentaries here and there. And um, so, yeah, I was digging as much as I possibly could, asking my mom, like she'd play me old uh, vinyls and old records and mm. I just study that. And um, that's how my own like personal journey in music started. And with regards to purpose, I, I always felt like people, people, everyone seemed to come from Joburg. Like, like no one, <laughs> no one would... <laughs> Which is which I know is not true, you know. So like no one would would I, I wasn't seeing anyone, especially like young people that was um coming from like small towns or, or yeah. being proud that they're from small towns. So I sort of started seeing myself as like a light with regards to that there's a lot of other things that are happening in South Africa besides besides plagiarized hip-hop <laughs> or, <laughs> or, you know besides all the stuff that that they feed us commercially um yeah so that's that's how i sort of see myself like as as a light which like yeah just just sharing another mm-hmm. south african like experience and hopefully people can take from that and realize that they can do it from wherever they're from you know they Definitely. don't have to you don't have to have a specific background to be creative. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like a like a African Batman symbol of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> see you. We see you, Batman. <laughs> but Batman. What, what led you to take the independent route? Because I feel like you know everybody is is kind of like when it comes to the come up, they they think you know let mm. me get signed. Things will happen when I get signed. What made you decide to take the independent route um well i have um my my manager john um he 
I was lucky enough to meet someone that had been in the industry for a long time. Mm. And um, so he sort of like painted it all out for me because I feel like uh, a big part of artists doing that and wanting to get signed is because they, they don't have the information, right? So, mm. um, so they want to get signed and they want to get famous because that's the carrot they dangle. You know, they tell you that you're going to be famous and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but, but you don't own your shit. Like you don't own your music and stuff. So I wanted to own my things. And because I knew that the part that I chose wasn't, wasn't like the part that a lot of people go on. It's like the less traveled part. I knew yeah. that it was going to be longer. And, but I didn't mind that because, um, it'll happen when it's supposed to, you know, and the longer it takes, the better I'll become, you know? So independence for me is, is like gold with regards to not, just not selling your soul. You know, <laughs> you know I, I don't, there's too many stories. There's too many horror stories of, of people that have like had success and they, um, yeah, and then true. when, when, they, when, yeah, when they, when the, when their time is up, like you see that they don't have anything you know, and the, the label has their rights, the label has their royalties, they're not getting shows, so they're not getting money anymore, so mm-hmm. there's no residual income, and it's almost like now you're 40, and you have to start over with your life, you know, sure. and it's like, it just doesn't like sit well with me, that something that I make, I don't own, so <laughs> so, yeah, so I just ch- chose the in, the independent routes, I chose to, um, the more organic uh, I chose to focus on people instead of the industry. Yeah. Um, I chose to focus on my music and yeah. So how has that musical journey been? Like um, what challenges have you faced now as, as an independent artist? Um, a lot, man. Like you face, you face, uh, it's, you have to be honest with yourself. You know, like I, uh, if you don't manage your expectations, you're, you're gonna like suffer, you know, in life just in general. So I I knew that I wasn't gonna be getting the biggest bill on the lineup. Um, I knew that a lot of people weren't gonna understand what I was doing, even when it sounded like home, because mm-hmm. it was a new expression of home, you know. So um, you face challenges like that. You face challenges like like um, a lot of because because I focus more on people. A lot of people would be like yeah like we haven't seen you anyway and all that stuff and it's like if you not see me if you don't see me then you're not supposed to then it's not for you you know <laughs> and it's like all those things all those things like, ah, you haven't been on live amp or whatever ah, yes. like these, you know and it's like i don't want to be on live amp you yeah know? like i don't I, that's not my part so just like being misunderstood a lot um which i actually kind of like uh mm-hmm. and and um obviously uh money challenges like you if you if you choose a part like independence like you're gonna be broke for a while like for yeah. a while like for years you know because yeah. you're building something and and every um bit of money you get you sort of reinvest back into what you're trying to build so mm-hmm. you barely even have money for yourself you know mm-hmm. so i think mm-hmm. that was that was like one of that was like a, a challenge of like shit how how am I gonna pay rent or how am I gonna, how am I gonna what am I gonna eat and all that stuff like we'd go to gigs 
like get 500 trans and then spend that 500 trans on our way home with petrol sure. and food. And it's like, Ish, okay, we know. <laughs> so pretty much we didn't make any money. Pretty much we didn't make any money. But but we got to perform to people. And if, if I got one person on that crowd, then that's a successful show for me. Um, so yeah, it was just like a lot of that. A lot of um, believing in yourself so much, even when you're hungry. And you're like, mm. I think while we're on the note of, of money, um, what would you say are the lessons that you've learned um, as an independent artist in terms of being an entrepreneur and to some extent being a, a business owner um, because mm. you, you're actually running your own ship, you're creating your own legacy. So, yeah. so what are those takeaways or those lessons that maybe you could share with, with other young um, um, aspiring artists um, from a business owner point of view? Yeah. Um, well, uh, so I started my, my own label and then I um, soon realized that all the money we made wasn't ours. That mm. I, was, I, was, um, I was pretty much hired by me. So, sure. so, 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 so there's, there's boss Muzi and then there's employee Muzi. And, mm-hmm. um, so what we do is like, like we sort of centralize the, the money into the business. Right. Mm-hmm. And then from the business, um, I pay myself a salary from the business. So if I make, if I make a million, it's not my million, it's the business's million. Mm-hmm. And then I get my salary from there you know and so that's what like like pacing yourself as a creative is probably one of the best things you can do for yourself you know because usually you we have like ups and downs with regards to there's a season where you can make a lot of money and then there's other seasons where things are a bit more quiet so what what you what you then do is i always like think a year two years ahead or even five years ahead with regards to if i make money I'm like, okay, maybe okay, this money can like um we can survive on this check for say six months. Mm-hmm. Right. And then all the other money I make in that time just it just goes to the business and I pay myself a salary. So it's it's almost like my label, which is me, <laughs> which is me, is 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 paying me the the artist. And and I, I just keep it going like that, where I know that all the money I'm making is 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 not mine, you know, because um, they, I have a team and everyone like has a salary, and mm. that's how we we, we we push it forward, you know. Sure, sure. It's yeah. about having the discipline. Yeah. Yeah, having the discipline is is is. But it's it's not easy. But like nothing is easy, you know. Like, <laughs> like, you know. So, um, uh, other artists will go and buy, I don't know, Mercs or whatever. And I'm just like, I, I've seen it happen so many times. There's so many stories. There's so many documentaries out yeah. where, where there's mismanagement of like funds, um, and then at the end, artists go, "Where's my money? Where's my money?" And then it's like, um, you were making like probably more money than the average human being will, will, will make, you know, at your peak. And, and um, you sort of squandered that because you thought the machine was never going to stop. Mm. So I, um, uh, a good, like a good lesson that my mom taught me was she'd always be like, like set your number at the start 
so that you know what you're not willing to do. So she'd be like, everything that you want to do, like, just set it before you even start. So that mm-hmm. should, you, should you be in a place where you feel uncomfortable, you already know what your number is. So mm-hmm. I started, I didn't, I didn't wait until I made like a lot of money to start being like financially responsible. Like I just started with a grand or hundred grand or whatever. And it's like, yeah. okay. Um, yeah. And then you, you, so you sort of build that. I am a very disciplined person. So maybe I, well, I, I'm more inclined to think like that. But yeah, it was just like, you have to manage it because I want to do this for my whole life. You know, I want to, I want to be able to make music and, and, and do whatever I like, like on some Quincy Jones shit. So, um, but in order for me to do that, if I'm playing the long game, then I have to think like that too. I can't, I can't, I have to have uh, like delayed gratification has to be my thing. Sure. Um, I think, I think we've, we've tapped into um, a different area that I think is not commonly spoken about amongst um, artists. Um, yeah. Quite often when, when we talk about artists who commit suicide, we often think it's, it's, it's maybe the pressures around um, having to please everyone or maybe the fame got to them. But um, I'm just thinking now, you know, the, there's also a financial aspect to it. And I think you touched on something that's, that's mm-hmm. actually very critical. Mm-hmm. That um, yeah. possibly maybe some of these suicides are them um, realizing that, you know, everything that they've, they've worked hard for um, has not yielded any monetary value. Um, yeah. 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 I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's such a fucked up industry, you know. <laughs> Yeah. It is, you know, <laughs> it is because, because, um, like people must understand, especially with music, people must understand like how it started, right? Where musicians, um, were trying to get to people, right? Mm-hmm. And, and back in the day, the only way you could perform for people is in clubs and bars. And those yeah. clubs and bars were owned by gangsters. So mm-hmm. the first sort of music contracts are drafted by gangsters. Mm. so 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 it's been like damage control since then you know where you find like big artists right now trying to buy their rights and they're trying to do all that and they have like all the success but they've realized that they don't own their own work and that's that's like a mind fuck you know that's like like i made like i built i built this like i made Mm. yes you helped me yes you did that but i made it and how how is it that I don't even have a cut mm. in my own like blood, sweat, and tears? My that's own your intellectual story. property. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. my 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 own stories, my my like my own life. Like I can't, I don't own any of that. So should I at some point decide that I don't want to be a musician anymore, or because of all the fame and all the 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 things that people want from me, I can't because I will, I will have nothing. Mm. Like, and I have nothing to even give to my children. And it's like, it's just your fault. So I, that feeling can be a, a, like a crippling one, just simply because you, yeah, like you yeah. don't own anything, you know? Yeah. And, and I can only imagine what that's like. I don't want to know what that's like. <laughs> that's true. I don't. <laughs> I don't. You know, so yeah, 
No, and it's it's a tough one. I think it's um it's one that we're still kind of trying to to figure out. But I do feel like it's becoming. I would say this is an it's a it's an era of independent artistry that we getting into. Yeah. yeah. Um, would you say having good management helped is helping to keep you this focus and this determined, or what do you think is the winning formula for it? Me, um, yeah, I think I think there's a lot of um, boxes that need to be like ticked, you know. So mm-hmm. obviously, uh-huh. um, good management is one of them. But like, there's a lot of good managers that don't care about you, you know. Like, you look at um, a Vici story, right? Mm-hmm. Where his manager pushed him to the point, to that point where, you know, where he killed yeah. himself, or like, like, so some managers. So he's a good manager with, on paper because he gets you all the gigs you want, mm. but he's not, but he doesn't care for your well-being. So I think um, it's just like more so about people that like surrounding yourself with people in whatever whatever industry and just surrounding yourself with people that care about you, the like the human, like yeah. the person, you know, because without the person, there is no art. Like there is no, then without the art, then there's no money and there's no, there's nothing, you know? So for me, I, I usually just work with people that, that see it, you know, they see the vision, they see what I'm trying to do and we can work together and build something. I like building relationships. And um, so that's one factor with regards to the business side. And personally, it's the same thing. I don't do anything I don't want to do. Like I don't. I don't laugh when the joke is not funny. Like, <laughs> like I'm just, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not, I'm not trying to please like anyone, you know, I've reached yes. a point in my life where I'm very self-aware, but I, I, I also know what doesn't serve me. Right. So, so with, within the industry, that means that I say no a lot. I say no to a lot of stuff mm. that it just, does, it's not for me, you know, it's like when you when you start seeing musicians acting. Like I'm not an actor. I'll never take an acting job, mm. you know, unless yeah. unless I'm acting as myself or whatever. I don't know, which is not acting, because <laughs> I'll be you. <laughs> but like, but like, you know, I just know I know what what's for me, and those are the things that I go for, and everything else is not for me. And um, so that also helps that I know myself and I know what I don't want to do. And you, you can't, like, my integrity means so much to me that I'm just not going to do anything I don't want to do, you know? I'm not going to try, like, please people. And um, I make the music for me, yeah. <laughs> you know? I make it because it heals me, because it makes me feel good. And um, it's, it's a different uh, form of validation. I don't get, like, validated by humans. I get, like... I get it from myself. I get it from my daughter if she dances to the songs. You know, yeah. it's something that's more that's more pure um, yeah. than than someone that just might change their taste in music in the next two months, and then yeah. it's like ah, you know. So, so yeah, I think all those things help. Where I'm just I'm really it all starts. It all begins with the music. If I'm honest in the music and if I do my best there the right people will will come, you know. Mm. 
that's what I believe in. So I don't really chase stuff because I feel like that causes a lot of stress. You always constantly on this chase for these waterfalls that you think exist, but they might not be there. So mm-hmm. I'd rather just, I'd rather just like um, grow where I'm at and and work with my friends and not try to work with, not try to work with anyone. Like <laughs> just stay in my own little corner, you know. Uh, and I was like, I was like that even as a student. I was like, I just like sit back of the class, study and keep quiet, and then just yeah. pass and just keep it moving, you know. I wasn't the kid that's trying to raise his hand up and mm. I wasn't that guy. I'm just quiet. Yeah. Um, Muzi, that's a question from my side. Mm. Uh, like you, 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 you are a very much self-aware uh, human being. And um, I, I really appreciate the fact that, you know, you do not rely on validate external validation um, that mm. it all lies within. Um, so, yeah. Also, from me, from my side, I would just like to know, apart from being your own cheerleader, if I can put it that way, yeah. uh, would you would you say that there is still um, some level of importance as an artist in having a very good support structure? And if so, what does that support structure look like for you? Um, yeah, it, 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 it still is. It still, it still is very important to have a, a, a support structure because you, um, you, I'm not a machine. So, so as much as like, um, in terms of validation, um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much my own cheerleader. It's like, I, there are some aspects of my life where I need people. I need my friends. I need my, my, my I need to see my daughter. I need to see my family. I need, you know, like there's still some aspects where the people that are around me help me to be my best, like the best version of myself. And then, cause I, cause I think that when you're a better human, you create better art. Like mm-hmm. I honestly, like I honestly believe in that. So having a good support structure is having people that like, for instance, I'm currently in a very creative mode, which means that I'm not really on my phone much. Now that could easily be translated as, Yo, music doesn't want to talk to me, or mm. you know, or yeah, or um, music's like, oh, I'm getting music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like whatever. But it's actually not even that. It's just because I'm working, and people yeah, yeah. understand the importance of that. Understand that. Oh yeah, he's just working. He will call. Like, yeah. he, like, like a day is not gonna pass without me actually like touching base with the people in my life. But, yeah. um. There, there are times where it's just like, okay, like he's working, you know, and, and so there's that understanding, the traveling, there's that, there's, there has to be understanding there and support there that we support you. We know you're going to come back home. We know you're working hard for you and your daughter and we want to support that, you know, um, but how my whole team works, like with John and I and Sim, like it's all about us being good in our personal lives first. So, um, that environment needs to be okay, and then we sort of deal with the business and the art. Because if we flip it around, you give so much of your of yourself into the art, and then you don't give it for the people that are actually in your life. You know, so we sort of flipped that around. Like I can't be a slave to my dream, mm. <laughs> and I, and I won't be like a slave to music. You know, so yeah. um, we 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 rather 
just focus on family and all the small things and all the important stuff. And then the music sort of comes from there. The music comes from the fact that I'm happy that I saw my daughter. The music comes from the fact that I'm happy I'm playing PlayStation with my friends. The mm. music comes from that, you know. And then, then if so, if my if that support structure, if if the people that are in my life aren't good or aren't okay, then I can't make good art. Yeah, your music process always looks. It looks like such a fun, like <laughs> journey. Like <laughs> I was watching your IG videos and your Twitter videos, and I was like, just like those guys just having fun. Like, but when you listen yeah. to the music, it's like you tackle such heavy topics on it. Like you really talk about real shit. How do you yeah. find that balance between okay, we're gonna have fun in this, but we're gonna talk about something yeah. serious? Um, I, I like or I let I let I let the music just like do its thing, right? So mm-hmm. I, I I I like remaining open, you know. Um, I I love what I do, so I there aren't any. I don't think about it, right? When I when I when I create, I I just create. I don't mm-hmm. go, um, let me oh, let me make a hip hop song. <laughs> you know, oh, like I, I don't, like, like, like I don't do that. I just, I just go. You know, I just go into that place. And but I, I, what I do consciously is I like having, um, like the juxtaposition of like a really happy, vibey sort of beat, yeah, and some like really like serious, like, like, like um, subject matter. Mm-hmm. I like I like that contrast. I don't because I don't like listening to sad music mm-hmm. personally, right? Because if I'm sad and I'm listening to something that's sad, I'm gonna be more sad. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I like I like that. Like, um, if I can, I'd like I make like a very uplifting sort of song, you know, that always has like a light at the end, you know, that mm-hmm. always has a I'll get back up thing at the end um of it instead of just making it purely like dark you know yeah um i feel like there's already so much darkness in the world there's already so i like making kind songs mm. you know like a song that's mm. kind like <laughs> that the kid things are dark things are bad but like here's a pillow or here's a shoulder or at least you can still you can cry but you dance to it also <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, I just like, I like that um, sort of uh, juxtaposition. I really, I really like that that whole vibe. So um, it's yeah, because it's my life, and I've been through a lot, and I like writing about it. But I also like keeping it very light. Mm. And um, on that, on that topic, and um, I, I know you said it comes naturally for you to, yeah. to get to that mode because it, it comes from within, right? Yeah. Um, but I'm sure there are days when perhaps you, you're feeling kind of down and, you know, in the yeah. slums, you don't want to, you don't feel like having any sm- uh, small, small talk with anyone. But yeah. if you do feel the need to, to create, how, how do you go about, what is your process um, in, in getting yourself in that mode? Um, if, if I'm, if I'm really down, um, Usually the music doesn't come. Usually it's like um, I I I I I just I I don't like pushing away emotions. Right? Sure. So um, I, I I like I like um, actually 
seeing it and realizing that this is how I'm feeling right now and yeah. and, and not trying to um, act as if I'm not feeling that. So yeah. usually if I'm, if I'm down, it's the reason why maybe I'm probably almost always like, okay or happy or whatever is is i don't i don't i don't i don't um i don't run away from my feelings and i don't and it takes a lot of bravery but it's, it's i guess it's how my mom raised me you know like that you, yeah. you face it and mm-hmm. you you acknowledge your shadow you don't act as if it's not there you know because wherever you go there you are you know so um i i usually just yeah i acknowledge it hey, today i'm sad hey, i'm sad okay cool yeah. all right let's just sit and watch netflix you know i don't yeah. i don't try to go i'm sad i need to yeah. create a sad song like <laughs> <laughs> you know like like no so i i i i i don't i find it very dangerous um to to be a tortured artist you know yeah i don't want i don't want to be a tortured artist man i don't want to um get my most inspiring moments from my like from darkness mm-hmm. you know yeah. i want to be able to to actually be in the feeling um and then when it goes it goes and then maybe a few days later where i have more clarity on what i was actually feeling then i can write about it because mm-hmm. now i'm looking i'm looking at it from afar you know now now i can actually be somewhat objective about it yeah so 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 i can write about it better in a more clearer way you know and it's not just going to be this dark sort of um cloud so yeah i usually i usually like just do like that if if the if, if i'm sad i yeah i don't do much no that makes yeah. sense yeah thank you for that mm. Do you navigate the socials on your own um like how do you cope with that because i think like I, I have this illusion, um, you'll tell me, but I have this idea yeah. that behind every artist, there's somebody else sitting there next to him, tweeting for him and, and posting all this, <laughs> this stuff for him. <laughs> so, is that the case with you? <laughs> nah, no, nah, nah, I do it, I do it, I do it all myself. I, I, I'm a tourist, right? So, like, I, I, I'm petty, right? Yeah. So, I like, sometimes I like, um, I just like, uh, I interact a lot um, yeah. because I also, I also have a thing of um, I don't I don't see myself as this thing right Muzi whatever like yeah like that's why that's why I use my real name so that I never feel like there's this other entity that's big and it's and it fuels my ego and all mm. that stuff. So, so, so because it's the name my mom gave me, like, I always just remember that I'm Muzi from the farms. <laughs> That's me, right? <laughs> That's me. So, 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 so even on socials, like, yeah, that's all, it's just, it's all me. Like, I just, I, I post what I like. I, I say whatever. I sometimes, like, talk shit about the industry. I just, I just, I'm not scared, man. Like, like I've 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 built my um little thing in my little corner and I'm okay with it and yeah. um I'm not really I the only thing I, I I hope is that there's like other people that see that if you're yourself like things can still work out. Sure. Mm. 
you know that 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 it doesn't that's why i show the videos like when i'm in my bedroom and and i'm making all those mistakes and i'm creating it's like it's like if you think you're weird why i'm weird you know <laughs> so, so, so 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 you know not to hide it and not to make it seem like it's bigger than life and oh wow like yo how does he do that and whatever it's just like this is how i do it i'm transparent i'm i'm honest and that's what you're getting it's like it hopefully it inspires someone that yo this, this guy is actually just like being himself and and things are happening for him so you don't have to really fit into any mold mm-hmm. so if i if i if i if i had if i had someone on my socials it'll kind of take away the honesty that i'm trying to push through that yo shit sometimes i'm sad sometimes i'm happy sometimes you know i'm not reckless on social media but like yeah. i'm I, I i just i like being honest and i like i like interacting with people and i think i'm lucky that i've always treated people with respect and stuff so the people that kind of support me or like come with the respectful energy mm-hmm. like like and then it just becomes this sort of little family thing we have you know um so it's never usually i'm never usually in any twitter wars or whatever i'm just just usually like yeah petty banter and talking about music no that's great that is great because i was about to say like i've never really seen you trending for so, some weird reason or something like that it's yeah. always good vibes like, <laughs> always good vibes yeah, yeah. You sound like a, a you, you come across as a very grounded, very cheerful person, and it's like I'm assuming your 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 upbringing plays a huge role in that. Yeah, that, yeah, it does. So, despite everything, it's like you always find silver lining to everything. How, just like I don't even know how you do it. Like I, I can't mm. imagine. Yeah, cause uh, cause uh, yeah, like my. My mom was very like at home. We um, like I come from a very like very like, poor background, um, but I was lucky enough that my mom, my mom sort of because we didn't have money, like we had each other, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to like um, romanticize like the shit we went through. Like it was it was bad, yeah. but she 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 made. She made sure that home was about love, right? Because that's all she had. So, so I'm seven and I'm, I'm, I'm sitting and listening to my mom and my siblings talk about their lives and their problems openly at home. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to, 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 to um, my mom tell us that she loves us and all these things, you know? So, so I, I'm, I, I grew up in a, in a house built on like 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 humane values yeah you know and 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 i was able to watch that and i was able to grow around that and think that that's like a way of life from a very young age so i'm i'm 11 or 12 and i already know who i am you know like Mm. so there is no teenage crazy crisis where i'm like fuck you mom like there's none of that (laughs) you know like there's none of that because 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 she she created an environment for us to thrive with regards to us being human yeah right and 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 all the values of ubuntu and all the values of 
being respectful and all the values of like 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 my mom would say she'd be like um because i was very smart but she'd be like never don't never like stunt on other kids even when you know you've passed the exam just go there and sit with them and um ask what they answer what their answers were and just like be part of that never yeah. like take yourself out of something because you think you're better so mm-hmm. i grew up i'm growing up in that in, in, in that sort of environment which then now as a 28 year old translates as me not seeing my fame or me not seeing how people see me and me still be myself like being myself mm-hmm. i don't see it like i really i have a blind spot to to my ego per se. <laughs> because because i was just brought up that way you know of yeah. of of just like finding simple pleasures in life you know so i haven't i haven't like i don't have a lot of like vices i i i'm boring well to other people i think my life is pretty awesome because i stay at home and play playstation like <laughs> you know i like i like milkshakes i like i like the sun i like reading i like you know just like simpler things that that don't need a lot of money and aren't really about pleasing a lot of people and it's yeah. just like about me being myself um and yeah that's what my upbringing like taught me you know it was it was it was me seeing my mom live her life like that mm. and then i was like yeah okay i actually like this because at the end of the day she'd sleep well mm. you know and 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 then you get into the industry and the things you thought were really good aren't good the people that you looked up to are not happy the they have more money than you but that's it like that's all you got like yeah. above me is that like like you have more money right and and all the fundamentals and all the life values that you grew up with are non-existent in the industry that you're in so i sort of pull back from that and i just focus on music you know because that's not me it has its people you know people that can cloud chase and all that stuff i can't yeah. do it yeah sure. <laughs> wow <laughs> i can't yeah. <laughs> yeah this was such a um quite a healing session for me um yeah for some reason i can feel your energy all the way here eh? i was about <laughs> to say the same thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like it's so dope it's so soothing it's so sincere um, thank you and then some so thank you so much for that no thank you guys for 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 having me and for doing this because i think i think it's like important you know um yeah. like because because i guess your your mental health is is health you know mm-hmm. it should it be is. part of the whole thing the same way that people go out go and work out every day you know they should also i guess um it's important to keep your your grass cut yeah. constantly mm-hmm. you know yeah. um i'm just i've just been lucky that i i grew up in a family where i was told i was taught to um appreciate the simple things you know yeah. so i don't i don't like if it stresses me it's out of my life like yeah. there is no um excuse for anything that tries to take my peace away 
you know, no matter how badly I might want it. Because sometimes it, it hurts, you know, that you, that you like, maybe you want a deal so bad, but um, now you're, you're, you're at this crossroads where it's like, okay, I kind of need the money. But like they're making me do some fucked up shit, you know? Mm. And then you sort of leave the deal, um, but you're happier. So it's like, what do you value? You know, do you value um, money over your happiness? Do you value um, going out and, and chilling with rappers over chilling with my daughter? Do I value, um, you know, doing something that I don't like, laughing with people that I don't like over chilling at home and playing PlayStation? Yeah. You know? um, yeah. So I, I just don't, I just don't do, I don't put myself, and then that, that makes me boring but I really don't put myself in situations that make me unhappy. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if it hurts someone, it hurts them. Cause like my mom would be like, she'd be like, um, the biggest problem is like, people are afraid of being assholes, mm. but you're always going to be an asshole to someone. Like as exactly. long as you're never an asshole to yourself. Exactly. Like, like, you know, like where, where, where you end up like obviously there's compromise you know and obviously there's all those things but yeah it shouldn't be it shouldn't be to the like to your own detriment you know Mm. where you come back heavy and you come back hurt or because you were doing something for someone that one would never do that for you and two they don't even care to get you back to where you were after that thing has happened they don't even care to 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 rehabilitate you or to help you get back on your feet it's just like oh man yeah no you're supposed to do that for me oh fuck that bro i'm not supposed to do shit (laughs) 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 you know so yeah that's how i live my life and yeah it helps i think that's a great way to live really it's it's quite pure It, it makes sense it makes you happy like if you're not living for your own happiness what more are you living for exactly yeah yeah because because you can't give what you don't have yeah. that's true you can't you can't you can't you can't love other people when you don't love yourself you can't yeah. you can't be happy when you're not you know you can't give it because where are you getting it from mm. so it's all like short-lived you know because your source is not like proper so before right? the session actually i i had saved myself um a little piece that i wanted to to read out yeah. Um, I also think sums up um, this this discussion quite well, and okay. it's it's something that you actually posted on Instagram on the first of December uh, last year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, sure you like which one is that? Um, it's so beautiful. Like, um, so it's okay. So this is what it says. It says, um, all my life I've been seeking companionship. Music opened that door for me, that I wasn't this weird kid into weird music, that there were other people like me out there, other outcasts that, censored word, hook my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know we all go through hardships, but I hope the music I make gives you a bit of light, a sonic hug, if you will. I hope it helps with the healing. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you. I love you. Oh, beautiful. That's beautiful. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's, 
I forgot. <laughs> like, are you listening? Are you like, is that really me? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, whoa. Because it's like, you know, when someone reads your own words, you're like, whoa, snap, okay. So, so powerful yeah. and so impactful, right? It is. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah. and I think as, as Jay has said, and I completely echo those words that um, you, you're so pure and, you know, we, there's a lot that a lot of us youngsters can, can learn from you. And we yeah. appreciate your sincerity so much. So just, just keep on doing what you're doing. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate your kind words.